Hi guys. Hi. Welcome to the third episode of Bad and Busy. Thanks for joining. Steph, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What's been happening? Not much. Um, last night I went, I tried this new, not, not sure how new, um, Queen Chow restaurant in Enmore. What is it? Have you been? No. no. So it's um, part of the Merivale brand. I'm not sure if the it's in the Queen's Hotel in Enmore, but I'm not sure if that hotel's owned now by Merivale. It may be. Probably. Probably they own everything. Yeah. Um, it was so beautiful though. Uh, really modern, fresh kind of Chinese. The style is like French provincial. Fancy. Yeah, super fancy. And um, I caught up with my girlfriend Genevieve. Hi, Genevieve. Hi, Genevieve. Hi. Um, <laughs> and oh, it was so nice. We had like uh, just standard fried rice. Mm. Sweet and sour pork, but it was like super fresh, more kind of like puffy fried. Not an MSG. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Not so much MSG. Like I don't think I can have that. Yeah. You were saying that you are a little bit allergic. Yeah. Well, I think I am. So my mom is definitely allergic to MSG and I've been reading about the symptoms uh, when I was little, so mum doesn't drink. Hi, mum. We know you're listening. Hi. <laughs> Sorry to tell people your business. Oh. <laughs> um, but she doesn't drink and every time we used to have Chinese food at our local, which Kelsey and I are going to tonight. Mm-hmm. Because Steph kept sort of talking about this Chinese. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't eat Chinese. But now I'm like, fuck, I want Chinese. I know. Back to the old school. Um, She would be like, oh, I feel so drunk. and My legs feel like jelly. And um, I was looking at the symptoms and they say if you're allergic to MSG, that's what you can get. And I always used to eat Chinese food with my family, like when Mm. we were little, and never affected me. And now I get like full-on panic attacks and heart palpitations. It's wild, hey. I know. And it's just like I Googled it. It's just MSG. It's not like I... I don't have panic attacks and things, but it can totally bring it on. It's crazy. I, I like don't understand that. Mitch, my partner, to just rub my back until I fall asleep. Can someone look that up and tell us why? Yeah, come on. Smart. DM us and tell us what we can do to make it better. Why is it doing this? It hurts. Isn't it just a flavor enhancer? Like, I don't understand. Definitely is. How it affects your moods. So it's a chemical thing. So obviously it's right. a chemical imbalance. Because I love Indian and we would always go wow. to, like, Jordan's family um, near the people that own the yes. restaurant in Cronulla, which is now gone. But every time we would go there and I'd drink, I'd get fucking wasted and, like, so sick and so drunk. But I think that was more to do with a chili factor, even though I love really? chili. Because so, they don't use MSG. No, they don't. But maybe um, because they make their own kind of hot, like sunbell mm, or like curry paste things. Mm, or like an oil or something that they're using. Right. Maybe. Or I was just drinking too much. Probably that. It's probably the latter. Me? What? What? Kelsey um, Jack? Yeah, Chinese has had a real resurgence, haven't they? Yeah. It's no longer, you know, what we used to eat. Um, when in the eighties and nineties, when we went out for a cheat meal with mum and dad, it's become just uh, like a beautiful, flavorful mix and match of cultures. Like there's mm. so many different variations. Mm. Even yum chars had a modern twist. Um, but you've got you know your old school traditional, like quite fancy Chinese, like Golden Century, and then you've got mm. um, obviously your regulars in whatever suburb you live. There's, there's always a really good Chinese that has been there forever and is, is a bit of an institution. 
Um, but yeah, you were saying last night that you had the OG fried ice cream. Yes, but it's changed. It's not like heavy and so, slodgy. Yeah, dodgy. Like I regret ordering it. I think it. Um, I think it was like a coconut crumb. And obviously still fried, but, you know, it felt a lot lighter. And then they serve it in this bowl of, like at the bottom of the bowl, is this thick, sludgy butterscotch. Yum. Can you just imagine? I can. Oh, Swimming so in butterscotch. Homemade. Oh. It was real good. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, enough about uh, eating and food. Actually, no, we were going to say how we went to Continental today for lunch. Yeah. Because we're full thinking about it, but we're thinking about our next meal, which is just us all the time. We have been talking about food all day long, but we need to continue. Yeah, just for a moment. Um, went to Continental. If you haven't been, you should go. They've got one in the CBD. We went to the Newtown one, which has been mm-hmm. is a bit of an institution in itself mm-hmm. um, because we love a little meat charcuterie plate, a bit of cheese, a little canned fish, canned seafood, anything. It was delicious, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I think it um, brings Kelsey and I back to our ethnic roots because, you know, I didn't even know it, but when I was little and I'd ask mum what's for dinner and if she, she didn't feel like cooking, she'd be like, oh, it's a variety, and she'd serve up like a sliced boiled egg and sliced cherry tomatoes <laughs> and a sliced cucumber and some mortadella, and I was like, this is disgusting. But this is what we pay money for yeah. now. You know, like our cold meats are now. A mortadella? Oh, How lovely. You were very spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> We had pickles. Bit of liverwurst. Yeah. Didn't have that as kids. Yum. Um, but anyway, okay, now enough about eating. Um, I know you're all here to listen to our special guest today, who is Jessica Picarero. She is a Sydney-based stylist who uh, does a lot of editorial, advertorial. She's got a massive celebrity clientele, including Jacinta Franklin, um, Kate Waterhouse, Kate Waterhouse, Montana Cox. Georgia Fowler and some other Victoria's Secret models when they're in town. Um, so he's just back. So today we have Sydney-based stylist Jessica Picararo and she is a celebrity stylist. She does editorial. She's been around forever. I used to work with Jess back in the good old Dolly golden days. Um, welcome, Jess. Thanks for having me. Hi. Thanks for having us at your beautiful house. That's so amazing. We're sitting in Jess's studio where all the celebrities come and get dressed. We'll take photos. <laughs> so Jess, talk to us about like, I guess what a stylist actually is. Maybe, and maybe take us through like your day to day. Um, so I guess it also d- depends on what type of styling you you do. Um, I am focusing more on celebrity styling, um, editorial and advertising. Um, so my day-to-day is always different. Um, last week I had, you know, three days being on set all day on an advertising job and then coming home to a fitting um, mm-hmm. and days before and after, like, either returned or prep, um, so it kind of depends on depends on what you're working on that yeah. week, and um, as well as attending events, showings, making sure you can keep that relationship with all you know all your PR agencies, um, designers. Um, yeah, it kind of just depends, really. Yeah. 
so yeah, typical days are always different, but how does it all work? So tell us how, like what happens, like how you order stuff, what you've got yeah. to return. Like, cause I know that we know what that means, but does do other people know? Um, okay. So a day of, um, if I'm, so Monday, Monday coming, I'll be in fittings all day. So my day will probably start with my assistant heading to a few stores that we've already prepped things. So it's just a matter of collecting all those pieces. Um, the client that I'm working with on Monday is aligned with a store in Sydney. Therefore, we have to only loan from that store. Mm -hmm. um, we, I usually tend to loan product that's from press or from designers. But in saying that, it also depends on the client because she is aligned with that. We can only loan from a specific store. Mm. So our day will start going to collect that first, heading back here to the office. We'll have a fit in. Once we fit everything, everything is photographed. Um, I then do a massive document with you know all the images, what she's wearing, the brands, hair and makeup, and send that across to the client um, for the client to approve. So then it's just like that waiting game of which look are they going to go with. Mm -hmm. um, in saying that though, depending on who you're working with, we kind of always have our say as well. Um, and I think the more like the relationship that you grows with that specific client, then they trust you. I think it's always hard at the start. They don't, you know, they don't know how it's going to work. Yeah. Um, and I'm lucky that most of my clients are, you know, clients that I've worked with for a while now. So I don't always get the last say. And there's always times that you're like, oh, I didn't like, I didn't like that look, but you yeah. just have to bite your tongue and let it go. Mm. Um, so yeah, so then we'll, once that gets approved, then everything else then gets returned. Um, the, the look that they approve for that person will then be sent to them. Um, sometimes we need alterations, so then I'll have my alteration lady do all that. Um, and it's usually quite a tight, tight, tight turnaround. Yeah. Um, I like to, like, I'm quite organised and I like to have everything organised a few days before. But in saying that, it's, you yeah. know, I've had girls flying from New York for like an event that night. So wow. it's really wow. like back to back. And when that, that does happen, I usually have like an alterations lady with me at the fit-in. Wow. Just so like we can pin everything mm. and it's either done here in the office by hand or she'll bring her machine and mm. wow. she can just take it rather yeah. than having that, you know, back and forth. And How many options do you bring to like? For something like that a lot yeah <laughs> um, also depends on who it is like if it's someone that I've worked with you know a fair bit I kind of I know their mm. style I know the brands so I don't have to bring as much but when it's a first-time client I think minimum even like two racks wow wow you know? and that's yeah. that's so and, much I know and you realize it's just for one yeah. one event yeah but in saying that I think that's you know that's great like I think that's a good way to kind of work things because then they try on they try on a lot of options and there's all these other things that pop up mm. so if then they're back the week after just a matter of even like scrolling through your phone and saying oh well remember that blue dress that we tried on maybe we can do that and yeah. it saves them coming back for a fit in and all of that so essentially yeah I think you've already touched a bit on um the topic but we wanted to know how a look comes together say for a first client where do you start 
Um, we tend to always start with a brief from their client. So most of the girls that I style then work with another client. So for example, it's like an Olay, a long jeans or you know, whoever they're mm-hmm. representing. So they will, they will send me a brief as well as the event, you know, the time, the place, the dress code. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a starting point. Um, I guess it also depends on who they are. Each girls have, you know, certain brands that we're known to. So it's not not everyone gets international mm. brands right. or luxury Australian brands. So it's you know it's quite hard. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you get a new client that they want to wear you know, Chanel, and you're like, sorry, they don't know you. <laughs> yeah, it's like we have to build to that. Yeah, and I think that's very important for them. And that's one thing. Like you know, I tell them like right at the start. I'm like. You know, there's certain people that I can learn Chanel from and, you know, it doesn't mean that I can learn it for you. So mm. it's just a, you know, a matter of them building that relationship with them as well. Yeah. Um, so once you've got that brief, then so I begin preps. Um, and for me, prep is either reaching out to designers, PR agencies um, and learning all product that isn't in store. So ideally you want your client to to wear something that no one else will turn up to an event wearing, um, as well as, you know, you want retail uh, retailers, consumers oh, yes. to want to buy that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so everything, yeah, they're all press loans. Um, we do sometimes buy, like, depends on the client and the budget. We can sometimes buy shoes or bags and mm-hmm. um but it kind of, it, it just varies. Do you keep that or does the client or? No, I think that's a, they keep that. So right. it's either the client, um, the client that's paying the client mm. or the celebrity. Sometimes okay. they're like, you know, they're happy to buy a new pair of shoes or yeah. a new bag. And with the stuff that gets alterated, obviously the client keeps that too. No. So oh. that's something that then I have to get approval from oh. the designer. Right. Which most designers, I think, once you've been doing it for a while, they, you know, they're fine. And certain things can't be altered back, which mm. they understand. Um, the majority of things, they're quite like minor alterations that then the alterations can be let out again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we do a lot of custom as well, which sometimes might seem like the easier option, but it actually isn't mm. because it's just a lot of back and forth with not only you, the designer, and the celebrity, but it's also then the client. Mm. And most of the time the client doesn't come visualise what you are all visualising until yeah. the end. So it's always a matter of like having that backup option in case that dress doesn't turn out. Yeah, that's a lot of time and effort for yeah, something. Sometimes you're like, you feel bad for the designers because they put in so much yeah. effort into something and then they don't wear it. Mm, yeah. And I feel like it's a, you have to have that you know, initial chat to them and say, you know, I'm, I might love it, they might love it, but their client might not. So you mm. have to be open to possibly not having your, your dress worn on that person. Yeah. yeah. What would you um, say for uh, us ladies? What's your biggest piece of styling advice? I think dressing for your shape. Oh. Mm-hmm. Definitely. 
and don't follow trends. Like Ooh. all over. <laughs> but I feel like I see so many people spend so much money on trendy pieces. Yeah. Like, you know, just a ridiculous amount of money. Mm. And then you can only really wear them for that three month. Mm. Yeah, so true. Because after that, they're such trendy pieces. Yeah. And essentially, you just look like the person next to you. That's right. Yeah. And you can't wear them again because then you look like, oh, well, that was season. Two seasons ago. I'm still still wearing that t shirt. (laughs) So, how do we differentiate between what pieces to invest in and and what pieces not to bother with in terms of trends? Classics, Mm -hmm. investing. So, and it also depends on your personal style. I'm like, for me, my classics are jeans, a black blazer, a white shirt, um, a heel, like a beautiful just plain heel that I can wear with anything, mm-hmm. um, and just an easy dress that I know that I can kind of throw on for a meeting but then for dinner. Yeah. Um, but it obviously, you know, varies depending on your style. And, of course, you know, you, everyone wants their trend pieces, but I feel like go to your chain stores for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, your Z- like Zara does that so well. Yeah, I do. And, yeah, and I'm, like, I'm a huge fan of Zara. Like, even their shoes, their bags. Yeah, I love like, their shoes. That. Yeah. Like, you know, invest in your good life. I think everyone needs a beautiful bag, beautiful shoes. But, you know, if you, you want, like, you know, at the moment it's all about those little mini, mini bags. Mm. Like. You can't fit anything. Yeah. And there are some that are like over a thousand dollars. Yeah. As much as they're really cool and on trend, I don't think you'll be wearing them by the end of the year. Yeah. So go to Zara. (laughs) Yes. So speaking of trends, what what's the kind of your forecast for autumn winter this year? Um, I think we're seeing a lot of suiting again. Yeah. Which I'm a huge fan of. So that's probably something to invest in, hey? Exactly. Um, and I think this time around we're seeing them a bit more, rather than that kind of oversized, a bit more structured, mm-hmm. um, lots of belting, um, beautiful you know, shoulder pads, just yeah. to kind of give you a bit more shape. Nice. When mm-hmm. I feel like the last few years they've just been a bit more that relaxed kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of tonal dressing, so head to toe, tonal. Oh, yes, we love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, and prints, of course, but I feel like this season it's more textured fabrics to kind of give you that illusion of a print without it being a check or a floral. Yeah. So just a different element. When you say tonal, what colours are we talking? Um, it's a mix of, you know, your burgundies, your, like, neutrals. Mm. I feel like we're going to see a lot of tonal neutrals. Yeah, like a nice sandy, yeah. grey, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, what are your current favourite pieces? So, apart from suiting, is there like a brand that you're loving? Or oh, yeah, my, my go-to brand is in Australia is Jay mm. And they do, oh, he does suiting like so just... well. He's just so clever in what he does. Mm. Like everything, like from like a t-shirt to a pant, he just does it. Just yeah. just clever little tweaks that um, I don't think people realize when they just see it online or in magazines until you actually go into the store and look at the items, touch just, it. Yeah, he's just, 
food clever and well made exactly mm. and so i feel like their things as much as it's you know every collection's trend driven they're things that you can invest in like Keep forever yeah like i've got a few of his pants from you know four seasons ago that i still wear now and no one knows that oh Mm. They may, but it doesn't, it's not. They're like classic, so exactly. who cares? Do they suit um, mo- most body types? I feel like with Dion, it kind of depends on the piece. But in saying that, it's one of those stores that you go in and you're guaranteed to find something, whether yeah. you're a size 6 or a size 12. Mm. Like, he really knows the woman's shape. Mm. Um, even his, like, his samples... Are amazing and mo- and some designer samples are not as, as great as the you know the real yeah um the real piece so i think that just kind of shows like his level of mm. you know, quality yeah so dion does a lot of sort of like utility kind of s- structure as well and we're seeing that massively with like virgil um, and Prada and stuff. Is that something that you would think is could be a trend that is worth investing in? Like personally, I want to know. Um, <laughs> because I find that, like, I feel like that's pretty classic. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like brands like your big brands, like Prada, Gucci, your Chanel, like, you know, I like their brands that you still want to buy mm. and they're investment pieces. Yeah. And in saying that, though, like you might wear them for a season and then you might not wear them for the next five years, but they'll come back. Yeah. yeah. So I think if you are buying like a beautiful Chanel blazer, you're going to have it forever. Yeah. Like yeah. as much as it's, oh, it's this season's print or colour, don't ever throw that out. <laughs> yeah. Because in five years' time, you'll, you'll be able to wear it. And they're big brands that are, you know, that have that, that reputable like design and all of that. Just on that, how do we look after our garments to make sure that we that we can keep them forever? So, like, you read the care labels, mm-hmm. um, dry clean. I mean, that's a big, big thing that people don't realise. They just throw, like, their silk blouses mm-hmm. in the mix of everything else. Um, even with T-shirts, like, and I must say, I'm probably <laughs> one of those people with my poor husband's T-shirt <laughs> and up. Um, childlike <laughs> so now i've like i've actually started this year i'm like no i have to like put them aside take them to the dry cleaners yeah. really take care of them yeah because otherwise you're just spending you know constant money on like buying the same thing yeah. over and over and over instead of just keeping that and the quality is great of them like yeah you know, they do last you if you take care of them and then do you store them in garment bags and dust bags and stuff all my shoes yes mm-hmm. and bags or in like dust bags, I, and I like to keep their boxes. Yeah. Mm. Um, clothing, I feel like don't over clutter your wardrobe. I feel like they need room to breathe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, it's all space as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, but that's true because I put all my leathers together and then they stick yeah. and they get mouldy. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. And I feel like that's Sweaty. another thing. I think if you're buying, you're constantly buying trendy pieces you know your wardrobe's just over yeah 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 <laughs> we, we all know yeah like, we all do it but you know it's so nice to like walk into someone's wardrobe that's like just perfect yes and we all know like we always i feel like i wear the same things over and over like yeah. i have 20 pair of jeans but i only really wear three out of mm. that 
So it's just a matter of, <laughs> kind of getting rid of it all the time. Um, and another trick, I think, is like when you buy something. Mm, that's something a good out. one. No, I'm a hoarder. Yeah, no, because <laughs> I no, like you say, you say that it'll it'll swing back around in five or so years. But I think that was every piece of clothing. Yeah. Like, I, I may wear this. Piece, <laughs> you can get rid of, get rid of it. It fell apart. <laughs> you don't yeah. have to hold on to it. And if it comes back around, you can buy, buy it again, <laughs> I guess so, yeah. yeah. But I'm always worried, like, because my mum's like, I used to have something like that. I'm like, well, where is it? Yeah. Why did you throw it out? Know, but I feel like it's, they're like your, your investment pieces mm-hmm. keep. Okay. But I don't think you need your like summer dress that you bought in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you talking about, Jess? <laughs> um, also, while I, before I forget, you're pregnant at the moment. You're yeah. about to have a bubba in what three weeks or something. Yeah. You'll probably have the baby maybe by the time we release this. That's exciting. Too much to do. Oh my god. <laughs> What's your biggest piece of advice for like maternity dressing? What have you found? Um, I haven't bought any maternity. Okay. Pieces. Wow. I was very like not worth against it. Just the thought of walking into one of those jaws. <laughs> <laughs> like just could not do it. Like elasticine waistband. Yeah. Oh, leather jeans. Yeah. Sauce. With, yeah, with like, the preggy thing, yeah. Yeah, like I've got these Lululemon tights that have that and it's like, oh, that's as far as I'm going to go. So what have you been wearing? Slip dresses, mm-hmm. a lot, which I normally would never wear. Yeah. Like they're one of the, like, love them on people, but I just never thought I had that body shape that suited them. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, like the moment I felt pregnant, then as I started to get bigger, I went into, like, one of the boutiques that I was shopping and the girls were like, just, just try on the slip dress. And I'm like, oh, I just mm. can't do it to myself. They're like, look, you're, you're going to end up wearing this to death. And it's true. Yeah. I've gone back and I've bought, like, five of the same ones. Oh, my God. My poor husband's like, can you stop wearing these slip dresses? <laughs> and, like, I just pop on, like, a T-shirt over them or yeah. under them. Yeah. A shirt, blazer. So they can kind of. Yeah. Fresh the match, yeah. yeah. Um, That's great. I did wear my jeans up until probably two months ago. Mm-hmm. Lucky. Elastic band. Oh, over the buttons, yeah. <laughs> and long Hot shirts. Tips. That's awesome. Not, not, not so comfortable, though, towards the end. <laughs> What's um, the favourite, one of your favourite pieces that you own? Oh. <laughs> Or like your favorite pair of shoes or bag or like something that you spend the most money on. <laughs> the most expensive thing. <laughs> I feel like my go-to bag is like the, the like a small deal. Um, like the Dior logo or whatever. Like the little stand. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Not the saddle bag, but that. That, that, yeah. that yeah. print and like the small. Yum. Which goes with everything because it's dinner. Mm. Um, so that's definitely a favourite. Um, got a few Chanel's, but I, it's funny, like, they were always my, like, couldn't wait to get one. Mm. And now I feel like they're the ones that I don't wear you? Oh. as much. But mm. I'd never get rid of them. No. No. Um, mm. I think it's just because they're so branded as well. And yeah. It's like, mm. I feel like jewellery. Mm. 
And they mean something. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So that's the thing. I feel like you just end up buying things because you're like, oh, it's fashion week, so I need a new pair of shoes. And you're like, oh, I could have bought something that, you know, really meant something. Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a nice thought. Yeah. <laughs> Not where we were going with that. <laughs> Tell us your faves. Um, speaking of our favourites, let's, let's turn to our not-so-favourites. What is no wait you go? No, I know. <laughs> what is a trend you're happy to see die? I like shorts. Oh! I almost wore them here today. <laughs> no, but I like. I'm all for them. I actually do. No, 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 no. You go. I'm not even lying. You've got great legs, though. But no, that's fine. You do. Yeah, I'm like oh. in an exercising capacity oh. no, or no, no, altogether. No, no, like, sorry. <laughs> I do like them, but I feel like it's one of those things now I'm seeing yeah. everyone wearing them. Everywhere. It, and I think you need to have a certain body shape to wear them. Mm. I'll they're text not, you an image. No, then you I can say. Dress, you're, you're fine. <laughs> Both of you are fine. But it's just, yeah, there's just some yeah. girls that I'm like, I know it's a trend. and But you'd look much better, better if nicer. you were in jeans. Mm. Yeah, like so yeah. Covered covered up. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got no one's cut it. Nah, no, which no, true. No, but there's a more flattering um, like yeah, exercise pant. Yeah. Also, you've got to kind of style it probably because otherwise it looks like you've any effort in. That's right. And like, you know, I love how like girls wear them with like an oversized shirt and a heel. Like I think that's mm. very cool. cool. Mm. But it does look cool if you've got really nice legs. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. look great if you don't, and you know it, it sounds a bit neat. It makes no, you look, but they're not flattering. No, like, they're not. No. Yeah. Unless you've got these, you know, long model limb, legs. Yeah, like I would never wear them, but I'd put you know one of my clients in them. Mm. So I know I'm like they're definitely not yeah. for me. And I think you need to know. Like, I think the older you get, you you should do like you yeah, should yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't mean if Kim Kardashian's wearing them. No. You have to wear. We, um, what are your thoughts on the Kardashians and that kind of whole people dressing like them? I like as much as I don't think people like them. I'm all for it. Mm. Like I feel like if it, like they've kind of started that whole not Instagram but like celebrity dressing. Like mm. you know, if you they're not Hollywood stars, they're not actresses, singers. They're just people that are mm. famous. For I don't know what they, you know. Yeah. Like now they're lucky, you know, they've got their beauty brands and mm. they've become something. But before that, they were just reality TV people that, yeah. you know, were famous for doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. But in saying that, you know, they've got teams that work for them. So they've got stylists, they've got hair and makeup artists. So it kind of gives them the opportunity to become something as well. Mm. Yeah. And I think they've started all of that, you know. I dress so many girls that sometimes I'm like, I actually don't know what, you, what do. you do, but you're somebody here. So, you know, it's giving me a job and, yeah. you know, we're having fun with what we do and mm. people like it and people follow you brands and, you know, get exposed to you know, yeah. a lot of things. So I think it's, I think they're doing good. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I think you have to look at it like that besides. Yeah, like bigger picture. Yeah. Mm. It's employing a lot of 
people. Yeah. Yeah, and help yeah. them. Like, it kind, of, kind of triggers down. What else? Is there anything else you're not adding? Um, oh. I don't know. Did, did I touch, like, on my, like, yeah, like work? Did I make sense or am I like, clients, yeah. clients, clients? I guess, so you dress Jacinta Franklin, Georgia Fowler when she's in town, like um, Kate Waterhouse. What are, how, I guess, what do people want to know? Like, how does that really work? And is there ever a time where they're, they're not happy or, um, I don't know, like, what do you want Clash or is it all smooth sailing? I know. I feel like we've been lucky enough to like get a few, like, you know, all the girls that I work with are at that calibre of, you know, that people respect, mm. the industry respect. Um, and it kind of just happened organically. It was never, like, I never had a list of people that I wanted mm-hmm. to reach out to. Um, we've with, like it's funny, like my relationship with Jacinta started because of my relationship with Georgia, mm-hmm. with IMG. So she was in town, I think, two or three fashion weeks ago, um, and they were looking at IMG were looking for someone to style her while she was here in her fashion week, and they kind of, I had a meeting with them, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm happy to happy to dress her, um, and it kind of happened really fast. Like I just remember her agent at the time calling me on a Thursday saying George is arriving tomorrow we need this this and this by, to, by tomorrow I was like, okay. <laughs> and you know and they expect a certain caliber of brands as well yeah. um but in saying that when you've got someone like her everyone's sending yeah everyone's sending as much as it's stressful mm-hmm. and you're getting stuff like probably like the minute before you're leaving the house to go there you know you do get Good product mm-hmm. um, and we just kind of had it like bond, not bonded but we just we got along like she liked the way I styled her such a lovely person yeah. so it, I think that helps as well um, yeah um, and I think after that week IMG were like okay you know we really like the way what you did so then started doing like Montana Cox mm-hmm. um, Jacinta had just started at IMG as well and was working on like revamping the whole look and changing things up um so they gave me the opportunity to do one event with her um and yeah and that's how we kind of started and we just got along like yeah. she's you know so lovely and easy and trusted me um yeah so I think it was it's never been something that kind of set it out to you know, reach out to so-and-so mm. because I want to dress blah 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 um just kind of happened. happened. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's probably the best way for it to happen. Mm. Definitely. Um, and they're, like, they're all so lovely as well. Yeah. I think that makes nice. such a difference. Yes, for yes. sure. And they trust you. Mm. Um, and I think also you kind of have to think of like who they are and make sure that you know, they're not all dressed the same. Yeah, they're well. just like them. Like mm. they still have to have your kind of style to them but in their own individual way. Like there's certain things that I would never put on Kate Waterhouse, but I would on Georgia Fowler. Yeah. It's just two yeah. different people. Do they, um, so you style them for events and things. Do you ever, do they reach out to you for, you said Jacinta was going to revamp her look when she joined IMG. 
Is that a whole wardrobe revamp? Do you ever get to input or do they ask you to help them with that? Yeah, I think now as and like you become closer. Yeah. And I think it's just a matter of like just like even like a simple text like, hey, I'm at, you know, blah, blah, blah. Do you like these shoes? Mm, and it's like should yes I buy or these? no. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it just becomes like a friend. It's, you know, you become friends then. It's yeah. It's that relationship that kind of grows. And I'm all for that. Like I think – you're going to work with someone, I think their look has to stay consistent. consistent. Yeah. Otherwise, brands and clients just then don't know where they stand. Mm-hmm. So, and I, that's the one thing when I start working with someone, I'm very much like, you know, we have to kind of keep it going. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you've got an event and you don't have the perfect outfit, sometimes it's a matter of maybe don't go to the event. Like, right. Yeah, well, because it's – Brands see that. Like a lot yeah. of brands that I work with then will pull back on someone if, you know, she's worn a brand that's not aligned on their level. Mm. Like they mm. want to see if they're at a certain level of brand, they will only want to keep learning to that person that keeps aligning themselves with that colour of brand. It's a tough industry. Yeah, I don't think yeah. people realise. And I think even young girls that start don't get that either. Mm. They think, oh, well, I've got budget for one event to have a stylist, hair and makeup artist, and then at the next event I'll just do it myself mm. and I'll wear, you know, a nothing yeah. outfit. And yeah. I'm always like, if you don't have the budget, wear black. Wear something super chic and wear black. You don't have to, you know. Will do. Wear we'll <laughs> a black pant, a white shirt and a black blazer and then no one will say anything. Yeah. Um, Speaking of the fashion industry, what is what are some common misconceptions? Like you, I know that you're one of like the hardest working women I've met. Like you're working right up until your pregnancy. You've always been mm-hmm. like go go go, and just you know that's why you are so successful. Like it's hard, but what do you think people don't know about the industry? I think they just think it's so glamorous, and it is. Like you know, you sometimes you're at an event and you're like, wow, this is pretty amazing. But it's half the time you're like, my car is full of stuff all the time, mm-hmm. just constant stuff, early call times, um, back-to-back appointments, late nights, um, weekends, mm-hmm. and you kind of never stop. And I feel like you have to keep going. Yeah. Like Everyone's like, are you taking maternity leave? And no, I'm not. Yeah. Like, the minute you're out, you're out. So if it's something that you want to keep going and growing, you have to... Put in the time. Yeah, yeah, put in the time. And also you're like, I know you have an assistant now, but you, like you're still doing packing up and doing oh, returns yeah, and I'm running things. And Like I'll still pack my car. Mm. I'll still pack the rack. I'm happy to steam. Like, yeah. I'm not precious at all. Mm. I'll get on the floor. Like I still. Taping put, shoes. <laughs> I still like get on the floor now with a belly and like put on modest shoes. <laughs> like, and I think that's what people like as well. Like, and I'm very much, it's not about me. Like, mm. it's about them. Yeah. That very clear, like, you know, they they need to, it's them. Like, mm. you know, even at an event and stuff, I'm always like, shit, I've got nothing to wear. Like, what can I, what can I borrow quickly? Like, always last minute because, mm. you know, you're so busy yeah. making sure everyone else looks great. And that's your reputation as well, yeah. you know. Yeah. But in saying that, I don't think you should then turn up in, Turn up to an event looking 
like a mess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just because you're so overworked and this no, is all I could throw on. Just stay yeah. home because it's, you know, it's one of those industries as well that everyone looks at you and, you know, as much as mm. I've been saying, you know, don't buy trend pieces. It's all about yeah. what she's wearing. Yeah. And it's her hair done and her makeup and her nails. So I think they're things that you always have to kind of have, like manicured hands. Just, no. <laughs> Jess, I've never seen you with a manicure. I, I oh, my God. I'm me now. Oh, Jess has never had manicured hands. Yeah, She's practicing what she preaches. Yeah, yeah I've, I've had her now probably like a year. Oh, my God. Are they shellac? Yeah. Jess? It comes to you. <gasps> Look at you go. Yeah. Is, is something like that something that you would like to see about the fashion industry change? Like everyone kind of fucking chill the fuck out, stop judging everyone. You know, we're all about embracing everyone's flaws and building women up and stuff. Is that something that you think needs to be changed or like well, it's always going to be like that? old school people do and they're people that I like really look up to and, you know, and I'm always like, you know, as much as I'm doing great, there's always people that I look up to and I respect. And if, you know, there's certain people in the industry, if they called me and said, hey, can you help me? Of course I would. Like mm -hmm. I don't think I'm better than them mm -hmm. because I'm busy and stuff. And I think that kind of to keep going I think new people that are coming in don't understand that but in saying that I feel like they'll have a shorter life, mm. life work yeah if they're not yeah the lifespan contributing. That, I don't yeah. think they understand like not the hierarchy of things but mm. it is it's like you sit at fashion week now and sometimes you're like why is this person sitting front row when someone else that's a legend in our industry is sitting Three rows down, mm. just because yeah. they don't have Instagram. But, yeah, know. yeah. So there's the flavor of the month, but yeah. But I feel like it's not gonna last. No, no. like that's the thing. I'm like, you have to kind of. I'm big on like you need to respect those people that yeah you know, started everything. Yeah, yeah. As much as you know, they're not cool on Instagram. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Them, you know? it's just respect. Exactly. Also, pull people up that are kind of never get too much of a big head for yourself so if you had made it in leaps and bounds and then someone needs help from you and oh, you think you know I, I got nothing to give you yeah well we were all there at one point exactly and I'm all for I'm like I feel like you're just too nice to everyone like yeah from your intern because you, your intern might one day be your boss yeah or exactly like they might end up working at you know in a creative agency or with the brand and they won't hire you for a certain, for something, because I remember how mean you were. Yeah. So you just don't know. Um, yeah, and I think it's... Treat people how you want to be treated. Yeah. And then I guess one other thing I wanted to ask was how, if you had, I know we've already asked you a big piece of advice, but, like, how can I look like Jacinta or Georgia? <laughs> we all want to know how. What's, like, the biggest... <laughs> thing is it about like thinking about how a look comes together or you know making sure something fits you properly or having your hair and makeup done as well like what's oh, that makes, I feel like people don't realize that as well like these girls they're beautiful without it but they're also they've got like a team they've got a stylist they've got a hair and makeup artist they've mm. got teams that work with them and you know, if you've got a wedding or a special event, you put in all yeah, your effort. effort. So 
So we're seeing them, you know, on the red carpet, and of course they're going to look amazing. But in saying that, like, I see these girls come off a flight straight to a fitting and they do look normal. normal. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, they've got beautiful skin and, and I think they, they really take care of themselves. Yeah. It's all about, you know, they eat well, they exercise, drink lots of water, like they're yeah. very, like, you know, they're, yeah, they I take mean, care and they have to because I think yeah. if they don't, you know, as much as you can put on makeup and all of that, you're still going to see it. Yeah. So, and it's their job. Like, they have to, mm. have to look good. So give, give ourselves a break. Yeah. Like, yeah. and, you know, I'm, I do the same. Like, I'm all surrounded by all these people yeah. all the time. And sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I look like a man. <laughs> but it's like, you've been running around all day as yeah. well. Like, and you're not a model who gets paid to look Yeah, like it's like, that's not my job. Yeah. Like, so that's their job. Mm -hmm. I think people forget that. They just think. Especially like the younger generation now with like Instagram and all of that. It's like they just think otherwise. I'm yeah. like they, they work really, really hard, mm. you know, and they, you know, miss out on a lot as well, like family time and sure. relationships and all of that because mm. they put in so much effort on. All and they're like, never yeah. around either because they're always travelling. Always. They're always on the plane. They're always mm. at something. So I think people forget that. They just mm. think. Oh, they're just so fortunate. They're so beautiful, and they are. <laughs> their image is their job. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's right. Like if you had to do, like you, you you'd know. put the effort oh, in. Like if yeah, you had to walk on like Victoria's Secret <laughs> runway. Okay. Like, <laughs> yes, please. I'm not seeing any of you for like three years, yeah, like and you, I'm I'm gonna live at the gym. <laughs> you'd put in the effort, like yeah. you know, if someone said you had to walk down the street. Naked. In your underwear yeah. next week, you'd be like, okay, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're not going to eat a burger or no. like, you know, you'd really think about it. Yeah, so. yeah you're right. Oh, the rain started. It just started raining. Oh. All right, I think I'm, I'm happy. You. you good? Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? Anything you want to talk about, we could swing a question at you for it. Okay, what about, I think this is something that people would want to know. What, is there anything that you do get to keep? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at it. Yeah. Um, no, we're, I won't be this is it, is this Dolce? This water jug? No. Oh my god, it's stunning. I don't know what it is. It's from Positano or something. It's really beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful. Um, no, I won't be keeping any of these. Um, I do get sent a lot of like shoes that I get to keep for the girls. Mm -hmm. Like certain brands at the beginning of each season will send me like I've got so yeah wow some lubes oh, I'll be um, going through that <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and they're just simple shoes like yeah usually, like, that go with things go yeah. with anything and it's always that last minute like <gasps> we need a nude heel yeah so I know like and I like to keep them yeah there's also things that I've bought along the way mm -hmm. because of that that mm. you're like you know we need that um in terms of gifts though yeah I do get gifted a lot of stuff um, and I think the longer you, you're in the industry, the better the gifts. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I've been lucky, like, last year I got gifted a few bags, like, some oh, nice. Yeah, very good. Um, but, yeah, no, majority, like, everyone's pretty giving as well. Yeah, it's a like, nice industry. Yeah, they are. And if you're a nice person, then. Yeah. 
Because I guess essentially you're helping the brand because at the end of the day, it's it's also up to you what you dress these people oh, exactly. in. And it's free advertising essentially. Yeah, and it's nice. I feel like that's what I'm like. I'm very much I like to support certain brands mm-hmm. that help as well. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned Dion Lee and he's you know, one of my favourites because you know, him and his team can turn anything around yeah. in like 24 hours. Like. Mm. The brown lows dress the just wall. They do that in twenty four hours. And then everyone wanted that one. And he made that then. Yeah. He made it. See, it wouldn't happen without Jess Peck. Oh. <laughs> but you know, and it's like people like him that are happy to, you know, say yeah. yes. And yeah, like, yeah, they're obliging. Possible, you know? Mm. Like I just since said she was going on the Tuesday and I think the event was on the Thursday or something ridiculous. And he made it happen and he was in New York, like, trying to coordinate with him, like, so, so amazing. Mm. Yeah, but it's also, like, he's, you know. He wants stepping up to it. Yeah. 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 There's some designers that are just, like, sorry, it's too, too hard. hard. Yeah, yeah. Pass. Which I get as well. Mm. And there's certain times that, you know, they can't make things happen and you kind of have to respect that. But in saying that. Mm. I'm someone that will always say yes. I'm like, yep, 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 we yeah. do it, don't worry. I'm like, I'm <laughs> I'll figure it out later. Yeah. Like, you know, I go, I'm having, I'm due on the 28th and I've got a job booked in for the 3rd of April. So. <laughs> She'll make it happen. I know, I'm like, I don't know, I'm like, I'll be fine. <laughs> She's just a good worker. Yeah. I'm like, we might have a fitting at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Can you come in your scrubs? Yeah. <laughs> And, like, and, I've, and I've been really open about that with, like, certain clients. I'm like, you know, I might be in labour, but... But otherwise I'm there. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm like, we'll make it happen. Yeah, and that's good. Yeah, I agree. There's so many people around. Mm. So yeah. many people that are ready to, like... Want your job. Yeah, yeah. they'll jump in. So yeah. you may as well be the most obliging. Crazy <laughs> <Jesus>. this. <laughs> so good. All right. Well, thank you, Jess. Thank, thank you Jess. so much. Oh, now we're going to go look at your beautiful bathroom that I've been talking about. <laughs> tour has tour. All right. Anyway, onto something a bit fresher. Um, have you heard about these eucalyptus showers? Um, yeah, so like with the oils and things. No, so this is fresh eucalyptus. Like tree. So what do you so Mitch and I um we do the oils where like you can put it in the shower and then it steams up for like if you have a cold or something. No, this is like a branch. A tr- like the tree branch. Yeah, like breaking <laughs> off a branch. No. So it's a big thing in America. And I think it was like a thing uh, end of last year. But basically you break off like a eucalyptus branch and you hang it above or over your shower head. And it's meant to have the same properties as an essential oil would. But it's a bit fresher, a bit lighter. And you also get that sense of having greenery in your home. Yeah, so I think particularly for... Peppy, pardon me. I think particularly for people who live in the city or people who don't have... Like, you know, New York, it's massive because they there's no greenery. Like, it gives you that um, feeling of having, like, a houseplant. Mm. That's the dog. That's my baby Peppy. She's very sweet. She's like, a booty. Like the butter. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... 
you were saying like a house plant. Well, it brings you joy. It's good for, it makes you feel like you've got greenery. It's good for oxygen. I think it's got the same kind of properties, but then you bring it into your shower and then it's got properties like an essential oil. Mm. Anyway, I just thought that was quite cool. The oils are, you're right, like super overpowering and I guess the branch would be fresher. And I read um, one of the captions on those photos that we're looking at and it says that it has kind of de-stressing as well as decongesting properties and also um, clears brain fog, you know. Yeah. So I think that's something I would try. Eucalyptus is also like antibacterial. Yeah, so of course that would be a great place to keep it in your shower. Like, yeah. You know, yucky. And, you know, like uh, essential oils, I don't know if they're bad, if you're putting them down the drain. I mean, not that it's that environmentally friendly to be breaking off a branch, but you could keep that branch for like hmm. a week. And some yeah. places you can hang it so it doesn't actually get wet. It just gets steamy hmm. um, and it's just yeah, kind of like a thing. lighter. Yeah. Hmm. So that's, I thought that was nice. Anyway, what are we drinking this week, Steph? So this week um, we are on a Riesling. It's a Lata Vino Granite Riesling. I think that's how you say it. From Western Victoria, Australia. So it's a lot. Um, Rieslings are usually really sweet, but Kelso has been telling me and I agree. This one's very light and dry. Um, I would think Rieslings are more of like a dessert wine, but this is not so yeah, much. It's not very sweet, but I also read the other day that Reasons the new modern Reasons have had like a bit of a um, update in terms of the fact that they're no longer sweet, but also they have less alcohol than say your OG savvy bees and whatnot. So if you're in like mm. a work meeting or you're at a work lunch, you should always pick the Reasoning because the alcohol content's lower. That's so weird. So when don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what it said. <laughs> I've had three bees, three Rieslings. <laughs> There are girls that like when you go to dinner and stuff and all they drink is Riesling. And I was like, why are you drinking that? It's clearly because I'm getting drunk and they're staying sober. Yeah, it's a sus wine. So it is a sus wine. I just get like wild. Yeah. And they like, why aren't you eating your fried rice? <laughs> what? Um, but yeah, it's quite nice and it is dry. It's not a sweet, syrupy mm. drop. It's not sickly. No. Yeah. So you can have a whole bottle, don't you know. You can, is that what, you can do that anyway. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> um, anyway, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bad and Busy. And disclaimer, we know that this is not, you know, the best quality. We're, we're very casual and we've said that from the beginning. Super casual. We're just inviting you into our chats and we're just recording them. And we hope you can join us. Yeah, and let us know what you think at Listen to Bad and Busy. Tell us what kind of guests you would like on. Um, if there's anything you like, you don't like. We probably won't actually give a shit, but... I mean, we will definitely... <laughs> no, we do. We really We'll read do them care. and fester on them, no. and then we'll put them out of our mind. Yeah, no, <laughs> we'll care. We do care. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.